This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery... Well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Introducing Batiste's wet-activated and touch-activated dry shampoo. With breakthrough technology that absorbs oil and releases bursts of fragrance whenever you sweat or touch your hair for up to 24 hours, it's the ultimate hair care for girls on the go. Try the newest dry shampoo that's activated by you. Batiste, the future of hair care is here. Buy Batiste Dry Shampoo online or in store at your nearest retailer. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking, because boring is steady, pragmatic, responsible. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for red carpets, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money, so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Bank. PNC Bank National Association member FDIC. Do you have weak, damaged hair? New Garnier Fructis Hair Filler Systems fill hair with strength seven layers deep. In just one use, you can reverse up to one year of damage to hair smoothness. The sulfate-free hair filler plus vitamin CG system gives you up to 79% stronger hair and up to four times less breakage. New Garnier Fructis Hair Filler is available now on Amazon and at Walmart, Target, Ulta, Drug, and select grocery stores. Welcome to the Radio Times Meets Podcast, presented by Francis Taylor. Line of Duty is arguably the biggest drama on British TV today. With heart-stopping twists and shocking revelations, it's no wonder more than 10 million of us are gripped every week by the activities of AC12. Three of the show's stars, Roshenda Sandal, Maya Sonti and Polly Walker, who play Lisa McQueen, Monique Bindra and Jill Bigelow, sat down for an exclusive interview at the BFI and Radio Times Television Festival, where they discussed keeping secrets, strong female characters and what else to expect in Series 5. Well, I think I'm right in speaking for every single fan of Line of Duty when I say I was absolutely gutted that Manit was killed. <laughs> How much warning did you have that she was going to be bumped off? Did Jed sort of sit down with you or was it just you turned the page in the script? Yeah, no, I knew. Well, when I knew that I was coming back to the show and the storylines hadn't been set yet, I was at a do with Jed and we would talk. I said, oh, you know, I'm really chuffed that I'm coming back for another series. Um, but what are you going to do with her? Because, you know, there's all that stuff with Hilton. We need to resolve that. Mm. You can't just, people aren't going to be happy if you just don't resolve that. And I was like, <clears throat> no, I had had a bit of wine, but I was going, why don't you, um, why did you kill me? Why does that mean, no? He's like, really, really? You want to die? You want to die? I was like, well, you know, be really dramatic. And he's like, oh. And then he rings me, and he texts me, he said, oh, can we talk about storylines? This is like a few months, I thought, or weeks later. And he said, well, you know, you know how you wanted to die? This is really bad Jed impression, by the way. 
<laughs> Sorry, Jen. Um, well, yeah, I think we're going to do that if that's cool with you. And I was like, yes, absolutely. That's brilliant. Because no one was expecting that, were they? He won't talk. He did talk. Told you how to get hold of us. And that's all. I want to guarantee he's safe inside. This is family. No. This is business. Why was it you sort of wanted to instigate your own demise then? Well, I just think the beauty of Line of Duty is the the stuff that is com- that completely pulls a rug under out from under you. So, like Jessica Rains pushed out the window. Mm. Uh, this is going to be full of spoilers now, in case anyone's. Danny May's going at the first episode. You know, all the people that end up bad and you didn't think they were the people that end up dead. <laughs> you didn't think they'd ever be. You know. So I I just wanted to be part of that sort of amazing kind of mm. line of duty twist thing. Well, you're right, Jed has this knack of just wrong-footing people. And obviously we said goodbye to Monique, but we said hello again to Jill, which perhaps people weren't expecting because we hadn't seen her since the Series 3 finale. No, she got sort of sent off in, um, with her tail between her legs. Um, I think she went to work at Woolworths. <laughs> and um, she came back after a couple of years and she's now the senior legal counsel to the PCC. So she's sort of on the other side and... Um, yeah, she's back. And how did you, conversely, find out that you'd be coming back, not being killed off? Um, I heard it. Yeah, exactly. Yet. Uh, well, yet. Um, I got a phone call saying Jed wanted to, was thinking about bringing her back and would I like to come in and have a chat with him about it and was I interested? And, of course, I went, hmm. No, I mean, I literally <laughs> went, let me shut Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and that was very nice, but I didn't really know to what capacity she was coming back. It was, you know, nothing was set. He was still writing when I met him. So, um, yeah. And Roshenda, you're the new kid on the line of duty block this yes. year. What's it been like joining what is arguably the biggest show on TV right now? Oh, it's been amazing. Every, everybody's um, so wonderful and uh, welcoming. It's like really being welcomed into such a loving, warm family. And it's a slick well-oiled machine that uh, it was it was a pleasure it was a pleasure to come on board and uh, a real joy and I learned so much I'll forever be grateful to the show for that that's one thing that people yeah. I don't think people know because it's such a sort of you know it's such a gritty drama that but we have so much fun we have we? so <laughs> much fun in and out of work everybody's really friendly and we're all still friends now which doesn't always um, happen uh, within within work and stuff so yeah it's really great really really great it might be fun off screen but obviously what we've seen you do on screen so far you're squaring up to these drug dealers you're shooting people is it quite tense and how do you kind of unwind after such <laughs> such high tension beer no <laughs> no we did a, we did a lot of night shoots for me um uh empowerment of kind of like playing a strong female character is it, it, it does it does kind of wind, wind wind you up i guess and it does take a little while to, to to let off steam after the end of the day but it's so enjoyable i love thrusting myself in that kind of environment i'm quite a um uh, what you call a kind of tomboy I guess so I've always hung around with lots of fellas anyway so um, women aren't normally my natural kind of uh, gaggle really so um, yeah it's it's I, I, I loved it I love being thrust into that environment and it was all as is so night shoots horrible dirty car parks and <laughs> the glamour the glamour <laughs> 
the glamour. <laughs> well, you touched upon it there, but you're completely right. What Line of Duty does so well, I think, is create these incredibly strong, interesting female characters. Do you think that's something that's still relatively rare in TV drama? Yeah, yeah. I do, actually. Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the things that makes Jed so special yeah. is that he... He focuses on the women. I mean, yeah, and the men as well, but he writes really strong Very female so. parts. And, and he's always done that. If you look at his work from for Bodies, yeah. Cardiac Arrest, yeah, Bodies Bodyguard, everything. You know, everybody is so... Yeah. The, the women are just absolutely hold their own. And they're not stereotypical no. at all. No, and the complexities of his characters are so... They go so deep. It's not just kind of like... Like with my character, I'm not just playing a villain as such. She's so complex. She's very emotional, and um, yeah, there's a real power play between myself and uh, Stephen Graham's character. So uh, it, it's it's really complex, and it's such a joy to work on. Mm. Such a joy. Well, we've got a good thing going on here with this unit. With a bit more support from above, we could do some serious business. The boys are falling for all this because you've got brains. But you what? Less than a year in. I've earned my place. I follow orders, that's the way you do business. That's it. The plots are always so complicated and, and people are so invested in it that that means the sort of pressure around spoilers must be quite big. Is it like an AC-12 operation trying to keep everyone at bay and not let anything on about what's going on? It is really hard because people, they do that thing, I don't know if your friends, family do, but that thing of where they kind of want to know, but they don't, but they do, but they don't, but they do. Yeah, the well, tell me, no, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. like, well, do you want to know or not? I'm not going to tell you anyway. But, you know. I will never tell. I will never tell. I will never tell. <laughs> is there quite high security surrounding the scripts, though, themselves, like when they get They've sent to you? have got your name stamped all yeah, over them. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So, if you leave it on the train or whatever, you and the, they will know. Yeah, then they you. know it's you. So you're yeah. quite. I was quite conscientious. But it's sort of yeah. thing you also don't want people to. You don't want to ruin it for anybody. So you want to be complicit yeah. in all of that. Yeah, and like keeping it from people. Yeah. and because um, that's the fun of it, isn't it? You also know, teasing people. Yeah, exactly. And also um, uh, the fans of the show, they actually don't want to know. No, no. They want to watch it live. It's quite it's... rare now to have event TV like this, I think. And weekly. And Jed's tapped into something really special there where people want to watch it live. And they don't want it ruined by social media and they want to watch it with us and then they want to talk about it the uh, next day yeah. at the water cooler. <laughs> but it's, it's, we got, got the joy of watching it on um, Through the Eyes of Gogglebox. Uh, <gasps> we were, we're such, big, we're such big, big fans. But we wait, made it now. We made it. We're on, we're on Gogglebox. Um, <laughs> But the way that they watch it, so you can really get a real uh, audience uh, perception of how they're, yeah. 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 And they're like gasping. And then when it ends, they're like, no! Like, it's so, yeah. it's great. It's yeah. really, really good. But yeah, we got on Gogglebox. I think that's fantastic. We're so That was so That was actually trumped giving birth to my son. <laughs> being on Gogglebox. It really did. It really did. I'm really sorry, Manny. I'm sorry, sorry if you Manny. ever listen to this. But, but you will yeah. understand when you watch Gogglebox. You'll understand yeah, in yeah, the future. Yeah. Well, as well as the cast of Gogglebox, I mean, I think over 11 million people so far have watched that first episode of this series. I mean, how has it changed your lives? I guess you can't really go to Tesco anymore without being stopped to talk about it. No, I've been waiting. Uh, yeah. I've been waiting. I stand yeah. in Sainsbury's there yeah. what, with blood on my face. No, still nobody. Just people asking me to move out of the way. 
Yeah, Lond- that weird woman <laughs> waiting. London's pretty like the people here are quite cool. It's cute. We're quite yeah. used to celebs, aren't they? And um, seeing like people off the telly and stuff. So uh, no, it's not too bad. No, <laughs> you can not. definitely go get a pint of milk. <laughs> Did you enjoy watching it as well yourselves? Obviously, you're all in it, but you enjoy watching it. Yeah, it's so, so much. It's it's absolutely great. And the edit is genius as well. So if as we kind of performed, some of the scenes have kind of uh, chipped and chopped it and moved it around. That's and always a beautiful surprise, yeah. isn't it, in the edit? So what's really surprising. The edit? Yeah. yeah. And what secrets, as you say, it's all like quite light-hearted on set, which people might not expect. What sneaky little secrets or moments can you let us in on? Martin Compton is actually Scottish. He's Scottish <laughs> in real life. He's actually Scottish. Do you know what? When I first met him, because I didn't know that he was Scottish. I, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't at all. So I arrived, and because they're so funny, they're like, oh, we're all going out for dinner to this lovely Indian. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Because he stays in the accent all day. So when we arrived at this dinner, he's doing this really heavy Scottish accent. And I'm like... Is he just, is what, he what, what is he doing? Yeah, Why is yeah, he putting this Scottish yeah, accent yeah. on? And then I realised that he actually was. He is real he really, Scottish. He's a proper Scot, but he's very heavy Scot as well. Like, but you yeah. see, because when I came on, even when we were out and about, he was uh, talking in with the British accent. Yeah, yeah, because he needs to keep Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But if you have too, too many beers, then he goes back into Scottish. <laughs> he was like, it's a Scottish it's a brilliant night accent, isn't it? It's, it's so, so good. It's not just generic, it's so specific to, you know, it's like very kind of estuary he sounds like a really irritating estate agent yeah 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 I know exactly what you mean like the office yeah 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 yeah. well lastly before I let you go can you sum up what else we can expect this series without spoilers obviously but just in a couple of words what viewers can expect twisty (laughs) yeah that's hard yeah that's hard twist twisty yeah, it's a bit twisty, isn't it's it? It's a bit twisty. Yeah, it's a bit twisty. <laughs> a roller coaster ride yeah. for the senses. <laughs> till the end. Till the end. Till yeah. the very end. Till the yeah, till the last second. Yeah. You've been listening to the Radio Times Meets Line of Duty podcast. We hope you have enjoyed this episode and don't forget to subscribe for future interviews. It was presented by Francis Taylor and produced by Ed Beck, Ollie Alder, and Ross Shepherd. <laughs>